Hi, welcome to episode one of a new series here at Knowing God with Heart and Mind, the online virtual church classroom for Shiloh Church in Jasper, Indiana. I'm Pastor Dan, and usually I'm joined by my lovely daughter, Bethany. I'm making this introductory uh, podcast on my own today without her help, just to help get us started to get this project going and uh, she is uh, unavailable today. So I'm going to give you just a quick rundown. In the next episode, she'll join me as we enter into this study. So this series is another of our looks at uh, the works of Clive Staples Lewis, C.S. Lewis, who liked to be called Jack. So we often refer to him as Jack as we discuss this. The book we are looking at is The Great Divorce. The Great Divorce is a very interesting story. Um, Jack tells us in the very beginning of the book that he's not trying to suggest that this is what he thinks heaven and hell are like, but he's trying to uh, essentially explain how our resistance keeps us in hell and uh, how ultimately the only way to heaven is to completely die to yourself. Now, that, that's a very, very brief summary, but it's wonderfully expressed, and this is a great book great short story really that uh, will help you I think to begin to understand exactly uh, how important it is to be emptying yourself all the time of, of the desires of your flesh and this isn't about being you know a perfect saint or, or uh, uh, having no you know human vices because most of us will spend most of our lives trying to defeat these things, but that's the point, you know. And so we work toward becoming more and more like Christ and more uh, open to to the fullness of life that we have in store for us. So, uh, like I said, Lewis doesn't want you to literally take this thing as a, uh, a story of what he thinks heaven and hell are like. It is known, you know, the, one of the facts that... Uh, that doesn't get widely spread about Jack is that he did believe in purgatory. So while he didn't say uh, in this book anything definitive about the nature of heaven and hell or purgatory, what he is describing reflects his personal beliefs and is important. Um, this is a story that is uh, primarily using him as the protagonist. He's the main character in this story so he's kind of writing his own uh journey of of uh, spiritual and and uh theological reflection and and personal reflection and um he is uh inviting us along for the ride and of course it's written as many of his works or pretty much all of his works are in a very traditional english setting he is the sort of consummate uh you know, tweed jacket wearing, pipe smoking, sitting by the fire, you know, classic sort of British gentleman. And this is the, the kind of environment that he portrays uh, himself moving from as he goes on this journey that is basically a, a, a day trip out of hell on a bus that gives him a chance to see what heaven is like. And, uh, that's kind of the idea behind it. Uh, should mention to you that this is being recorded today on Saturday, February the 8th, 2020. 
and it is episode one of what should be about a nine-part series and uh, we want to encourage you to get a copy of the book if you would like to um, my my personal choice was to go on Amazon and get an anthology that contains many of, of uh, Lewis's works including this one but you can pick up a pretty inexpensive copy of The Great Divorce uh, through a variety of resources and uh, we'd encourage you to do that um, we are very grateful to the folks at Brown Chair Books and uh, an author we have visited before, Alan Vermillier, who is the author of a Bible study that we will reference in this. Now, due to copyright laws and things, I don't want to read to you from his study guide uh, in this broadcast environment, and I don't want to in any way infringe upon his rights and for that reason I want to encourage you to perhaps pick up a copy of this study guide as well if you want to follow along with this I would encourage you to pick up the Bible study on the great divorce by C.S. Lewis written by Alan Vermelier Alan Vermelier and it is produced by Brown Chair Books you can go to brownchairbooks.com and uh, find the exact details of this uh, particular um, Offering and so I encourage you to do that. I'll put a link in the description box for today's podcast and uh, Just kind of let you Make that choice for yourself because uh, in about a week if you're listening in real time We'll start really tearing into the book just to give you an overview and, and give you a sense of, of Where we'll be going with this book and some of the characters we're going to meet. I want to um I just kind of tell you that it, that it opens with this very gray and drab city that that uh, keeps getting bigger all the time because nobody wants anything to do with anyone else and that it never stops raining and it's always dreary and gray and uh, dull and, and there's nothing inspiring about it. And yet some of the souls that are living in this place who have, for whatever reason, felt compelled to go to the bus stop are going to get on a bus, and it's the classic double-decker red English bus that will take them to uh, this journey. And uh, he will meet a variety of characters. And, and I know um, I suggested this book for study to a Sunday school class a couple of years ago, and they struggled with it. And... Um, that was probably a mistake on my part to suggest it because it was it was just very British and it's also very uh, uh, very Lewisian, you know. It's very Jack. He's he's. Uh, I think some of us who are just devotees and really enjoy his his thought uh, don't recognize that some others might find that troubling. But I think the most important thing we're going to do in this study is to try to help you imagine what's really going on because the thing that makes this character uh, this uh, uh, this book so interesting is the characters you meet um, Lewis himself is a fascinating character as he's described in this book the great divorce but he will meet spirit guides he'll meet his hero it's a fact that uh, CS Lewis really admired George MacDonald and he'll meet George MacDonald um, he, you know, he's going to meet a tousle-haired poet. He's going to meet uh, an intelligent ghost. and He's going to meet a fat ghost. And he's going to meet a big ghost. He's going to meet a hard-bitten ghost and a well-dressed ghost and a scientist ghost and a grumbling ghost and a sensual ghost. 
He's going to meet a famous artist ghost and an overbearing wife ghost, a motherly ghost, and the oily ghost and his lizard. And he's going to meet someone named Sarah Smith and Frank the Dwarf ghost and uh, the the Tredidian, a Traidian. And uh, he's going to meet teaching ghosts and tub-thumping ghosts and planning ghosts and materialist ghosts and bogey ghosts. So you begin to understand that, that he's going to be describing people who are trying to decide whether they want to be in heaven or hell who are a lot like us. And uh, by the time you finish reading the story, if you focus on the characters you've met, you begin to understand yourself and the people around you a little better. And I think that is what the heart of the book is about. I believe that Jack wants us all to be able to recognize ourselves in one of these characters and uh, hopefully give up our uh, kind of natural tendency to want to remain in hell. And uh, while he does, like I said earlier, insist that this is not meant to be some sort of story to help us picture heaven and hell because in fact it does violate certain principles that are clear in scripture that, that hell is absolute and there's not going to be any bus ride for a day outing in heaven you know um on the other hand jesus himself had described a time when someone who was in hell was able to witness what was going on in heaven though he could do nothing about it or uh receive anything other than uh, torment, you know, so so Jack isn't trying to give us a picture of heaven and hell, but I think he's trying to describe how heaven and hell exist on earth, that we all are living in a kind of self-imposed hell or a, uh, a self-sought heaven, you know, that, that we're all living in hell when we refuse to be a part of God's communion and God's community. And, uh, and that much of what we experience in life is framed by the fact that we've chosen hell. And much of what we experience in life can also be framed by how we have chosen heaven. And so I think that's what is really going on in this story as my own personal overview. And so uh, just kind of want to give you that, hopefully to entice you to pick up a copy of the story um, I believe there are public domain copies. I believe you can pick them up at your public library. I think you can go online and read free uh, public domain copies um, if you want to read off of a screen. I think you can pick up a Kindle uh, electronic book version for you know less than $5 if you want to go that route. Um, but tear into the story. Personally, I found that reading it and then listening to the audiobook version of it was the best. I enjoyed listening to the audiobook immensely. And uh, it was able, I was able to do things while I was listening. And then my imagination was freer to, to really go to the place uh, that, that Jack is describing in this story. So I generally always accompany my audiobooks with a PDF uh, or a Kindle version so that I can highlight things that go back to and read and digest more completely so if you want to do that it costs you a little bit more but it probably would be worth it and don't forget pick up a copy of the study guide if you want to kind of track with our method here so we're going to rely on Mr. Vailmuyer's storyline uh, that is study line and uh, we're going to rely on his book to guide our discussion but as I said I, I can't go so far as to read or reproduce any form of it to you so I can only recommend that if you want to have a quicker uh, grasp of what's guiding our discussion topics, 
you need to get yourself a copy. So we thank you, Mr. Vermelier, for a wonderful guide that we're looking forward to going into. Um, I think I'll leave you with just this. We're, we're uh, uh, sort of the central quote from the book that uh, Vermelier visits a couple of times as we get ready to start is he, he remembers this statement in the book. If we insist on keeping hell or even earth, we shall not see heaven. If we accept heaven, we shall not be able to retain even the smallest and most intimate souvenirs of hell. Keep that in mind as you prepare for our next round of studies, and I look forward to spending that time with you very soon. Until then, God bless you, and uh, God keep you safe. And then, you know, if you want to visit with us or talk to us about any of this stuff, just uh, get online, visit shilohum.org, S-H-I-L-O-H-U-M.org, and uh, drop me an email or, or contact me through the Shiloh app. Just go to the App Store or the Google Play Store and uh, look up Shiloh Jasper and you'll find our app. It's got a, a little cross with blue and gray boxes around it. So make sure you do that. But for now, God bless you and goodbye.